Hi, this is the Generic Board Game Podcast. All the board game content you could possibly want at a fraction of the price. I'm Philip Millman. Uh, this is Vic from Ireland, uh, from NaveCon, and you're very welcome to our first podcast, um, which may or may not be a good thing. Philip, do you want to lead us out there? I will. And, and in this first podcast, which will be going out to uh, the six people who will be listening to that, which will be both of our parents and maybe our spouses, if we're lucky, uh, this podcast is something that Vic and I have been talking about for a little while, and we've practiced it a few times, so hopefully it won't be as, as rough as our first a couple of attempts, our sort of alpha versions. We've decided that we really love board games. Well, we've always known we love board games. But we've decided we want to share that love with other people and talk about the type of things that we really enjoy about board games. We are both passionate board gamers. Uh, we're not looking to make money. We both have various careers that pay most of the bills and this is the type of thing where I think we can impart some information maybe some knowledge maybe some wisdom well no probably no wisdom and maybe some information that you want the other thing that we've come to agree on quite vociferously is that many board game podcasts go on so long many can be over an hour and a half two hours and while that's fine we want to keep it short. We want to keep it 30 minutes, which is basically my drive to work. So who am I and why should you listen to me? Well, I'm not really much of anybody, and I have a gift, a slight gift for the gab, but that's not a reason to listen to me. Uh, I've been heavily in the board gaming industry, uh, not industry, but I've been in the hobby probably for the last seven years, and I've enjoyed it tremendously. I did play uh, war games as a, in high school. I did play a lot of role-playing games. And since getting reintroduced to board games after my kids uh, basically went to college or were in high school, it's really become quite, quite the thing. I now have a collection of well over 300 board games. I play all sorts of board games from the very, very lightest to the splatter games that make you cry or Pax Ren, which is, makes you cry for a lot of other reasons. And I'm also an administrator for the board game group, which is a 28,000 member group. Uh, on Facebook. Uh, it's a good group. Lots of really friendly people with lots of good information. I go to cons. I try to go to at least two or three cons a year. Uh, traditionally, I go to BGG Con every year, as well as uh, either a local con or, or Origins. I am a passionate board gamer. I love this hobby. I love meeting the people in this hobby, and I love almost everything about it except for the overly long podcast. That's why Vic and I decided to do this. It's not a moneymaker for us. This is something that we enjoy. And if we get six people to listen outside of our parents, that would be great. So that's why I'm here. And, I, and hopefully people listening who are either new to the hobby or people who've been in the hobby for a while will want to listen to this and share our passion for board gaming. Vic, why are you in this hobby? Uh, I'm in it for, well, I feel like I should give a funny answer, but it, it's very much the same. I, I, and I think we're being a little bit um, over-optimistic or grandiose saying that six people will listen to this. I think we might peak at six people. <laughs> um, and those would probably be people who wandered in by accident and thought it was something else. Listen, I've been involved in board games for quite a long time. Uh, I've, I've always been a gamer. Um, my dad was a gamer, my kids are gamers, um, and uh, I've always loved games. And I think I've kind of looked at it and thought about it and so on in idle moments uh, and kind of wondered what it is that, that attracts me to it. Um, 
and it sounds like uh, very presumptuous, but I, I think it's a pursuit that anybody who has, you know, an intellectual or an intelligent streak, you know, needs to keep their brain ticking over. And board games always, war games are loved. I, I was a big Warhammer fan. I played Magic the Gathering when it came out and got out of that and various other things. But I found that board games just became something for me that was um, very discreet, very simple. I didn't have the same amount of time as I used to have. Um, and I got to love board games. I mean, I would have had uh, a little bit of board gaming going on for a very long time. Like we all started out with risk and maybe diplomacy and so on. But it's only in the last maybe 10 or 15 years that board games have really kind of climbed in on me. And I, and I don't have quite as big a collection as, as Philip, but I have a lot of games. Um, I have presses full and that gets added to regularly. I also run a board game convention. Um, and I'll talk a little bit about that at some stage. I, I run NaveCon in, in Ireland, uh, which is the Irish board game convention. And that started out as just an extension of um, a Thursday night thing I do. I've been doing it for a very long time where I have friends over from games and we decided to have a bigger one of those. And we started with, you know, I thought we'd have a dozen people that turned out to be 20. The next one we ran, we had 50. Next one we had, you know, now, and it's grown. And we're now on the next one's going to be the 11th. We've got a couple of hundred people. We've run out of space and so on. And there's, in Ireland, there's a massive interest now. Not as big as some countries, not Germany or, you know, Poland, or but there is a real interest in the core there of interested gamers. And I just love it. I love providing a space for people to play board games. And to be quite honest, one of my favorite things to do is to have friends over, play board games, and there is nothing like it. And that's why, and that's why I've never been invited to your house. The, that <laughs> and the fact that there's, what, three and a half thousand miles in between, plus I keep changing my address in case you find me. The, um, but, like, Philip, there's one thing like I always think of with games is that, you know, you get a group of people together, um, you usually need a focus. Now, I don't know about your group. I know you run a, a semi-regular group, but the focus in our case would be games. But it's more about, to me anyway, a lot of it is the camaraderie, the joking, you know, the, the, the slagging off other people, um, joking and messing with people and, you know, uh, having a laugh, having, you know, having good company, people that enjoy what they're doing together. Um, and I found, and, and this is in general, that people who game are, are very generally nice people. They, they, they're kind of, you know, intelligent, they're level-headed, um, and that they're agreeable company. Uh, obviously, it's not always the case, but more often than not, present company accepted. I'm only one out of four. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, but I like the people who come to board game conventions. I like running it. Um, the, as you said, just like yourself, I'm not in this for the money. Um, I have a hobby that because of the board game conventions, some of it pays for itself, which is fantastic. Um, but I have my nine to five as well, just like you. But I really like my hobby. Um, I like introducing people to it. This weekend, um, I was with family for Christmas and they'd said to me, because they know me, bring some games. So I brought games to people that are not gamers uh, and it absolutely swung the evening. Evening wouldn't have been the same. 
it would have been a bunch of people eating a meal, having a few drinks and talking. This, we got the whole thing going, playing games. Um, and it was almost like DJing, introducing new games to this and keeping the kind of party going and so on and getting it to a certain kind of level of interest and so on. You can see people, you know, how they react to certain things um, and how you introduce certain games to them that are of a certain difficulty level uh, and how they see there's a little bit more to it than they understood. Um, there's something a little bit magical about games and how you can um, get people into it, how you can entertain people. And uh, the thing is, it makes people happy. Um, it makes me happy and so on. So I, I, I'm kind of impressed that you have family that ask you to bring games. Usually I have family that ask me, please, dear God, don't bring <laughs> don't any games. Bring games. And I've been specifically yeah. banned from bringing board games to my older daughter's wedding uh, next year. So, Yeah, the, the, it, you see, the, um, it's, you probably sell it all wrong, Philip. <laughs> you know, that said, your daughter's wedding, it's probably you're pushing the boat out there if you're going to be, hey, yeah, cut the speech there, let's get the games out. Yeah, no, I think it might be her day, Philip, and I think maybe, perhaps, just in this one case. <laughs> yeah. Are, are you sure? Are you really yeah, sure well, about that? Look, you know, I'd say it'll be remembered. The, um, oh, yes. But there you go. Come here. I'll, Listen. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be sleeping on the couch for a month at least. <laughs> yeah, uh, at the very least. No, I, I just think that as a hobby, it's one of the better ones. Uh, do your kids play games, Philip? So my kids don't. Uh, they'll play uh, the party games like Code Names. They love Code Names, mm. so at least I got that. They play games like Taboo. Uh, my older daughter has a particular affinity for Set, which I believe strongly is one of the reasons that she became a math major in college. Mm. One of her two majors, anyway. So they do play games, but they're not the strategic games that I play. My wife will play, I would say, light to medium games with mm -hmm. me that are less than 90 minutes with one or two exceptions. We have a couple, have, there's another couple that we'll play legacy type games with in Concordia and maybe some other, you know, me, again, medium weight games. But for the harder games, I really have to go outside of the family. I don't really have anybody else who plays. My brother certainly doesn't play. Uh, he's shown no interest and uh, neither my father nor my mother has shown interest. My father is a big bridge player. He's a lifetime mm -hmm. master. He has, he's, been play, he's been playing bridge since high school, so he has he really has and he still plays it, uh, even in his dotage. It's just I am I seem to be the one that really has gravitated and and has the passion, nay addiction to board gaming. So okay. it's so for me it's it's more it's a little it's not quite as much family as I'd like it to be, mm. but they do play and we will play games. It's just I very rarely am able to get you know a game like. Uh, antiquity on the table with my mm. family because it, it's just going to be too hard, too rules complex. Anachrony is too rules complex, for, say, for my wife. And, and it's a bit fiddly. Uh, it's a great game, but it's a bit fiddly and it takes a little while to get used to all the, the different rules. And then when you start adding on the various scenarios, it just gets a little bit much for them. Yeah, I suppose I should mention one of the things, myself and Philip, how we know each other, uh, it must be what, two years ago or so, we, we met each other online, we we were working together on a monthly board game magazine, 
uh, writing articles for it and so on. And that, that kind of petered out a little bit. But we, we just remained friends and chatted and so on online. Uh, by friends, I mean, I used to torture Philip with inappropriate comments about different things and uh, then occasionally in, taking interest in some games he was playing because he is a prolific poster on the board game group and uh, I write a blog as well uh, and try and get some extra followers by posting it on, uh, on the board game group uh, where everyone seems to meet up. Um, Philip, uh, one thing that... Uh, I think people might be interested in at least six people is um if we're generous if we're generous is what kind of because going forward you know they're going to be looking at it and kind of going well this is Vic and Vic is kind of people who know me know my interests in in games and so on and even though it's all a lie uh we'll kind of say ah Vic is interested in kind of conquest and map control games and so on not really a fan of co-op games and and so on and so forth uh, not all true, but but and can't remember rules. And that's that's very true. Um, what kind of stuff are you into, Philip? Game wise, the what um like what do you like? You mentioned a couple of games there while we were chatting. Sure. So, uh, if uh, I like a lot of games, I'm kind of an omni gamer. I will play pretty much anything. Uh, I play Ameritrash. I play Euros. I play everything in between. I have as I've played more games, I've moved away from the lighter. Uh, games like Zombie Side, which mm. I still liked on occasion, but it, it's it no longer has the same appeal to me. Although it was a great gateway game for me during the earlier phases of my gaming, I I'm tend to be more into the medium to heavier games. I like worker placement games. I like I love economic games. I like hidden movement games. I am a fan of co-ops, so uh, good ones which. Mitigate the alpha gamer, which is something that I, I have a tendency to do, and I have to work all, I have to work hard not to be the alpha gamer. Uh, there's a lot of so I like most games, but for me it's it's really worker placement, economic. Uh, I also like deck building, and I like games that have a, have a good theme. I can live with a game if it has really amazing mechanics, if it doesn't have mm. much of a theme, but that's a hurdle for a game for me. If it doesn't have much in the way of a theme, I may not, I may not play it, even if the mechanics are good. They, the mechanics have to be really great. You know, sort of the, in that boat would be Azul, which is a newest, a newer game, a new mm, abstract game, mm, and uh, and as well as Trajan. I love the mechanic in Trajan. It's an amazing mechanic, and the theme is absolutely pasted on with. You know, Elmer's glue. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And done poorly. What about yeah. you, Vic? So besides war games and, and area control games, what else do you like? I play pretty much anything. Now, uh, it's kind of been a running joke that I have no interest in co-op because I can't get to stab people in the back, although I usually find a way even in co-op. The, um, and I do like co-op, but I've always thought of them as it's kind of like the um, the old thing of the coach's son or daughter who has to play extra hard to prove themselves and I find you know I'll play a co-op game but my problem with them usually is uh, they're really only a one-player game if we're being honest you know uh, even though they're co-op um, and they have to be particularly good there are some excellent co-op games I'll play Mansions of Madness I'll quite happily play there's a lot to it uh, but I've found that there's not a lot the other stuff I really like I do love cannot get away from it have always loved um worker uh 
area control games, um, 4X games, the likes of Eclipse, the likes of Mare Nostrum, um, any kind of game like that, and one where there's negotiation. So one of my favorite games of all time is Diplomacy. Uh, I've played it every which way. I've played it by, you know, by email. I've played it in person. I've played it, you know, uh, other ways as well. Um, and that type of game really kind of triggers something in me that I like. Uh, usually has to be new players because nobody trusts me after I've played a game with them, and that's fair enough. One of the reasons that we're friends is because we've never played Diplomacy together. Yeah, well, that's exactly it. I think you know your friends when you play Diplomacy. <laughs> I will play anything if it's a good game and it's very much in the eye of the beholder. Um, okay, I'll tell you what we'll do. We're talking about ourselves and backslapping each other a little bit, so we might wrap it up. Is there anything more to add to that, Philip, uh, outside of this is who we are, this is what we're interested in? No, I don't have anything to add other than to thank the six people who have listened to this podcast for listening. Yeah, if we lose any more, we'll be down by 15%. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's exactly it. Philip, we're going to wrap it there and I'm going to press stop. So let's talk soon. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye.